Don't forget to visit rightwingmedia.net for the latest conservative news links, stories, videos, memes and more. And, be sure to visit our YouTube channel and subscribe to rightwingmedia.net. This presentation of The Romeo Show has been recorded from a previous live broadcast. This episode has been edited for time and content. you guys welcome to the romeo show we have a special guest he's a youtuber and well not a, only just a youtuber he's a journalist podcaster i guess we could say because he is he likes to yeah. talk about certain things my special guest is justin justin how are you doing my friend and thank you for joining the romeo show i'm doing good how are you doing i'm doing good awesome and i'm really really excited to have you on here today we, we have a whole bunch of things to talk about, different varieties of things. Can you tell us a little bit about your podcast? Yeah, I mean, I discuss a variety of topics on my podcast. Um, I do discuss things like white privilege, obviously. Um, I basically said it doesn't exist. I mean, you can't get more privilege than daughters. I mean, than, than the daughters of former presidents or things like that. People are born into wealth. I would say that there's wealth privilege, but in terms mm-hmm. of race privilege... Not necessarily because you're white. I would say that in academia or in the arts, there are programs for certain types of people. I would say privilege is based more on how much oppression you have. And I would say that the more oppressed categories you belong to, the better. For example, if someone is a um, disabled, half black, half Mexican, transgender, they will have a lot of oppression points in academia and in the arts. And not that I mean to denigrate that person, but they're basically just categorizing people as boxes and not as individuals okay and you were saying something about how i guess like half black latino and native american or whatever now how does that really does that mean that they may have privilege as well potentially yes they potentially have privilege because they're given preferences in hiring our preferences and acceptance into programs, our acceptance into um, career development for people who fit these categories in the arts and in academia and in certain other fields. Like there are certain programs for small business where they only give out small business loans to women. Even though that's illegal, that's done. So they're giving, if you're a woman, you have a privilege in that case. Mm. Or if you want to be a man who lives as a woman and become a transgender, because they're basically saying, um, they're basically discriminating against men. So like whether you're any kind of man, like in this context, for these programs, whether you're a white man, black man, native man, Mexican man, Asian man, you won't get it. You have to be a woman or a transgender. So in that case, I would say that a really privileged person could be someone who's a transgender and someone who is undocumented. Like, I remember years ago at one particular university, I knew a person who was an undocumented transgender who got to attend the university for free. And that was suddenly privileged because it was an expensive private university. But how can you say that privilege? What if, Justin, I mean, what if they were just able to get in because they had the qualifications? It Couldn't that be... Well, possible, probably getting because of their qualifications, but I would say that most Americans under these circumstances wouldn't be able to go for free. And so you and I were talking a lot, quite a bit about this. And there, there's a lot of like questions I want to ask you about the privilege. 
you did a podcast about it. Can you tell us a little bit about what your podcast on that privilege was about so that people get to know you a little bit more? Tell us a little bit about yourself. I had more than one episode on it, but I basically said that a lot of the racial animosity in the States was really created by communist propagandists. Like, if you look at stuff um, in the 60s, when they started ethnic studies departments in um, universities in America, you had Mm -hmm. world liberation going on. After World War II, Europe was wrecked. So Russia and China were, like, really pushing for um, independence movements across the third world, not because they liked those people, but because they wanted to destroy Western power. And to a major degree, they succeeded. Um, Those people became, um, those nations got independent. But the Russians and the Chinese weren't interested in building wealth. They were interested in tearing down the Western system. So in now, the- hold on, Jeff. You said that something to do with China and power. Do you think that could be potentially incorporated in today's society? Yes, I do. I mean, obviously, it's to their advantage, both Russia and China, to have us be divided. So I definitely think some of this can still be going on today. But the seeds for this were put in place at least 60 years ago. And they've only continued to grow. But you've proven um, something very interesting that I want to jump right back into with the, you you said Western civilization. Mm-hmm. Couldn't other countries have privilege? Now, whether it may not be like white privilege or privilege because of the color, but do you think other cultures could have potential privileges, well, I, not I, just I, American? I would say some of the stuff going on in America is going on in other Western countries because, like in Western Europe, because of the guilt that they feel about colonialism, that's one factor, you have massive immigration from Arab and African countries to the point, I would say in not even 20 years, I would say in the not-too-distant future, that the majority of people in countries like Portugal, Spain, Italy, France will be some kind of Arab or African. So I would say that they are not, I mean, I would say globally, Arabs and Africans are not doing it bad at all. In big parts of Europe, they will soon be the majority. Now, what, in your own opinion, makes you think that Arabs and people like Africans would be the majority? Because don't, I I just looked up a statistics here, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you, you said that you are, you went to certain universities that we're not allowed to name. You went to certain universities, you're taking a doctorate's degree, yeah. you're doing a doctorate's degree now. So you are a very smart guy, but this is what I found for statistics, and it does correlate with what you're saying, but right now it's not showing as much. It says African-Americans now, or people of color, make up 13% per capita, and that the majority of the people of color supposedly are like only 13%. Does that... Right now, that's the United States. Uh, the United States is a different story because I was just talking about the European statistics, which that's all a different issue. But in the United States, I would say that Hispanics are probably more than more than African Americans, under 16 percent. So the U.S. is having the same thing. So I would say the U.S. 16 percent Hispanic, about 13 percent African American, and I don't remember Asian, but maybe eight percent or something or seven percent. Uh-huh. But having um, what they call replacement theory in Amer- in the United States, too. And if you look at the generations of younger people, of ch- children, what it is, is is older people die out. The children. I think if you're talking about school kids, I think... How so? School kids are, under, are a minority already. And how so? 
because you've had a large influx of immigrants with a high birth rate, and then um, there's been a comparatively high intermarriage rate among all groups, like um, 20% of Americans, about 30% of African-Americans, about 25% of Latinos, 25% of Asians. So we're going through really big demographic change in the United States and in other Western countries too. And I, I did another uh, research here that studies have shown that now in the United States, the majority of people of color with the COVID shots have supposedly been allegedly affected from what some sources say and other sources disagree with it. And that majority of them have potentially possibly been affected by it because of, for some, I don't know what reason. What could you explain? Why do you think, like... Yeah, I can give some more thoughts on that. I got my COVID vaccine, and I still got COVID. Um, the vaccine just wasn't that good. I mean, and the COVID infection itself, it was like a cold. I got over it, so that's that. I think that they wrongly shut down the world for the coronavirus pandemic when most people were not going to die from the um, from the virus. I mean, if you're in poor health, yeah, but most people aren't. Now, what makes me crazy, you, you, I'm going to want to ask you this, because you jumped on something that piqued my curiosity really good. You said that they shut down the world. Now, when going back to a particular group, which we will not name names, they started shutting down places and stuff because of all the things that were happening due to that specific group that allegedly was doing it. Do you think that all of this is happening because of people getting so diverse by the media because of, well, if you're not in, I guess you could say the alleged cool club and you guys sit down and shut up and, and do you think that's why part of our culture and our, not our culture, but part of our world and our culture today is so because of all these things that are happening because of this? Um, I definitely causing political problems. I think like in a true free society, everyone's voice is valued. Like everybody's voice matters. Yes. But according to the left, it doesn't though. So Jesse, you gotta be careful because you don't want to upset the left now and and they you you might get called names for agreeing with me because you're, uh, you're talking I if I do get called names for agreeing with you, that's okay because everybody's voice matters. Can't I agree with you. In a society in which some groups of people are told that they can't speak, I mean, everybody voice, everyone's voice matters. Everyone's voice should matter. But the left doesn't agree with that. How, in your own terms, when when you come to terms with with your your all your studies and everything that you're doing and all your podcasts, what what made you come down to a point where you decided that this was totally not what every media and all the left are saying. Certain groups are really only out for themselves, no names, but they don't necessarily represent the um, ethnic group or the race they pretend to. These are basically paid actors who are fundraising to disrupt the society. They will claim endless persecution, but they're not like building neighborhoods or uh, making things better. They destroyed the police. They made crime higher. They actually made crime higher for um, quote-unquote so-called people of color. Um, they made things worse. They did nothing to address health care issues among quote-unquote people of color. Or if you're specifically talking about black people, the major killers are health issues and crime issues. I mean, like black on black crime, but these groups do not want to hear anything about that because what they're really trying to do 
is to make quote-unquote minorities, and I sometimes hate these terms because they're smashing together different groups of people that have nothing to do with each other, but they're trying to make them feel dispossessed so that they'll go out and vote for the Democratic Party, and then once the Democratic Party gets their votes, they'll do absolutely nothing, like Biden. So what you're saying basically, Justin, is supposedly Hollywood paid these people to be out there? Um, not necessarily Hollywood, but... I mean, at times it could be Hollywood, at times it could be the Democratic Party. You've got different interests going on, depending on who's doing what. But definitely, I would say these are paid actors. You can kind of tell if you know actors or the arts. So, that's... In fact, one of the women, one of the people I'm talking about, I can't name names, but she actually mm-hmm. got a deal with a very big talent agency. So she was an entertainer. And if you look up her um, background, she's got like a bachelor's degree in film and like a master's in film. So she really was, like, um, <laughs> a filmmaker. So this is basically uh-huh. theater. Like, the saying is, all the world is a stage. So it was just drama, literally. Wow. that That's scary. It is. And so what she was doing was putting on the goodwill of people, like, a lot of people just have it in their minds, like, um, black people are oppressed. But there are bad people in all races. And, of course, a black person can be bad. And, of course, a black person can lie. And she was a liar. Wait a minute. So... Justin, go back, let's go back and say, are you saying that supposedly not only white people can be bad and racist, but other ethnic groups can? Yeah. How does that work? But that to, to the left, that doesn't seem logical or plausible, does it? Logical, but I mean, people in the same race don't like each other either. The Russia's bombing the Ukraine. Plenty of white people hate each other. Plenty of black people hate each other. Sometimes people hate their own family. So we have lots of issues with people around the world. Obviously, yeah. So, Justin, what you're talking about with black hate and black, are you possibly getting to or maybe speaking of black-on-black crime happening? It could be black-on-black crime, but I mean, if you go to places where there's a lot of black people, I mean, predominantly black people, not America, but... If you go to, let's say, Africa, different nations have had war with each other. So it's not like black people like each other all the time. Or in Asia, Japan invaded China during World War II. So just because you're the same doesn't mean you like each other. They kill each other too. You think it is very bad that the American left, that the left likes to malign white people for all the problems in the world. When that is simply not true. That's false. Now the left really love to pigeonhole people in today's generation with... The privilege, the your your ancestors held our my ancestors down and did horrible, terrible, unspeakable, despicable things to them, and you're you're sitting here computing against them. That that really does make a lot of sense. But what you you went into Russia and you were talking about Russia and Ukraine. What yeah. do you think about this Britney girl being traded for a alleged uh, Russian spy? Do you think that was a fair trade that our I president didn't did? I didn't up much with that. So I didn't have a strong opinion either way just because I didn't keep up with that much with that particular issue. Then let me ask you a better question. Do you think it was possibly privilege on her part because maybe she got out because of her skin color? That Biden was just maybe... Oh, supposedly being virtuous, maybe? Um, could be, but I don't know enough about, like, you know, 
with the Biden administration, they have definitely, Biden has definitely appointed people because of their skin color. Um, look at Kamala Harris. He made her his running mate because she's half black and half Indian. So if Biden did do that for Brittany Griner, it wouldn't surprise me, but I don't know why he did that. But if he did do it, it wouldn't surprise me. Going backwards here, you put a lot of good points out with, with what's going on in today's generation. Mm-hmm. One thing I've really noticed is that when you look at a specific group, which again, we're not going to name, you've seen a lot of people, I guess, like California doing the reparation bills and talking about Mm -hmm. that. Do you think that that is a good idea to maybe have people like me pay to help you be able to? I'm going to give you several reasons. Um, Number one, whatever you pay will not be enough. They're going to say more. The people on the left are always going to say more. There is no amount of money you could pay that would satisfy them. That's the main reason why I'm against it. But there are some other reasons, too. Like the state of California, I mean, that was a part of Mexico during colonialism. You didn't have that many African slaves there. It's really bizarre. You want to make people who maybe had nothing to do with slavery pay. And even for the people who did have something to do with slavery, you should be creating a society for everyone, not just to punish people for what their great, 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 great grandparents may have done. You should be making a better society for people of all races and making a society where we genuinely have equal opportunity, not like punishing people for stuff 200 years ago or more. Here's what makes me mad about like the reparation bills. They don't really do anything to address like unaffordable health care for people or that people are struggling with inflation. People of all races have economic issues and like health issues and stuff like that. And the reparations bill just treats people as victims of slavery, but it doesn't recognize uh-huh. they have actual living problems. Like not everything is about race. So you you think that abolishing it? I think that abolishing is should be done. Yes. And you know how we could work together, but that's not enough. We there's got to be more of a way to deal with it because schools are now supposedly allegedly indoctrinating they're forgetting history how in the heck can you teach history going back when the teachers are not using the correct history factual information that is looked at and can be seen that that's not how it is how do we how can we reach that point to stop it well i guess tell the truth about the history because um Slavery had many actors. Um, Before you had Africans, well, you had slavery all around the world. Um, But if you talk about before colonialism, like in the Native Native Americans, you had not only slavery, but you had human sacrifice. Africans had slavery and human sacrifice too. Then in African and Arab societies, when you had slaves, you killed all the men and you turned the, um, I think young boys you castrated, and you turned the women into concubines. So it's not like it's such a great, thing or life was all that great in Africa if you got conquered but in the group of Africans you were a dude you're dead you're a woman you're like in a harem basically so like if you go to like um, Arab countries today you don't have a separate group of black people there will be people out of African ancestry but when they burn African slaves they killed all the dudes and it was women that they put into the harem so you know they got them pregnant and had kids but they didn't keep black people as a separate group because they just took up the women the dudes they killed wow all this history that we've been taught from, I guess, what you're saying is a lie in today's yes. generation, then. I'm saying it's a lie, and they edited it because they only wanted to tell a certain story, like the story that the Democrats 
were wanting to tell. It's just like they're trying to feed off the victimization of it. Like if you're a black and let's say you live in the south side of Chicago, which is very dangerous and high crime, you know, it's um, your chances are it's, the mortality rate is much better than you being in a war like in Afghanistan or Iraq. But there will be people who are afraid to live there because they're told that people in the rest of the country are all some kind of Nazi or Ku Klux Klan. So some people are using history to tell a very false narrative to meet their political goals, like to always get votes for their policies, and then they do nothing, nothing great. Justin, I hear you, but that is a big amount of accusations. Do you, is there proof where where we could look that up? I mean, is that in the yeah, Department of Justice, or where, where can we look this? We're talking about, like, about how ghettos were created and stuff like that. There are some documentaries. I think it's called The Pruitt Igo. It's about how the Democrats created like this horrible, um, these horrible housing projects in Missouri. And then there's other stuff on how they created the horrible housing projects in Chicago. And the legacy of that is why Chicago is such a high crime society, city today. But yeah, and this really got bad when Lyndon Johnson was a president, his war on poverty and how government programs favorite single women, but not married families. So it caused more, there to be more uh, children born out of wetlock. Yeah, you can look all this stuff up. That That's a lot of information to, to receive. But what, because a lot of our schools today aren't teaching it. They aren't saying the truth. The As we know today, the Democrats would allegedly rather listen to people like you and, and tell me to sit back down, shut up. They, they have... A lot of evidence out there. What what is it that? Well, I mean, you if you just go to like the Democratic um, cities, you've got massive homelessness. San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York. Oh my God! So clearly, the Democrats are not doing a good job. They're doing something wrong, very wrong. But you can't just blame that on because of the population of. I'm not saying the South during like Jim Crow was a walk in the park. Of course, it wasn't fun. But you didn't have these black-on-black -black crime problems either. This is a, a new creation. This is a creation of government policy. The Democrats in the 60s created this. You keep blaming the Democrats. What What if it's the Republicans? Do you think the Republicans are doing anything for the black community? I didn't say that the Republicans were great. But I did say that if you're talking about like the current ur urban poverty, like the housing projects and stuff like that, that was created by the Democrats. I do mm -hmm. think that the Republicans should have done a better job. They didn't. But I meant stuff like the housing projects and stuff. This was funded by and by the by the Democrats in the sixties. So you're what you're I, I hear you, Justin. So let me get this straight. So what you're saying particularly is that majority of these problems, like the alleged black on black crime, the homelessness. And all these things, like the white privilege scenario, the it's all the Democrats' fault because they're supposedly using the black community as a, I, I don't want to say the word, uh, a pawn in the chess game, but they're using them as just kind of to say, well, we're trying to be virtuous, supposedly. Is that where I'm kind of hearing you? Exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. So how... How can you look at Nancy Pelosi, you look at Biden, you look at Obama. We have Obama, the first black president. So how can you say, how can, in your own mind, the Democrats say, well, this world is so racist that we had one 
a black president. Do you, do you think, do you think Obama president. did anything for the black community? Do I think what? I mean, I wasn't impressed by him as, uh, impressed by him as a president at all. I don't think he was the worst, but he certainly wasn't the greatest. His assistant, uh, one of his assistant secretaries of education, the current gender phrase was um, funded by the um, gender ideology, was uh, funded by the U.S. Department of Education in the second part of Obama's term. I don't think gender ideology is good for the um, any group of people in America. It's been bizarre. So, Justin, what are you saying that allegedly the people of a different belief and that believe what they may or may not be the opposite of could be the reasoning for all these problems and why they're yes, trying to okay, pigeonhole white saying. people down? I will say that the United States was not so divided. That happened in the second part of um, the Obama administration where they began to blame, truly blame um, white people for everything. I mean, there were people who talked like that before, but the, um, I never heard anybody say white privilege, um, um, I don't know, 15 years ago. That wasn't a thing. People might have called people out for racism, but the idea where you're automatically white and you're automatically privileged and you're automatically bad, that's comparatively new. Now, what about schools? Because, again, we'll go back to schooling. They, they teach these ideologies yeah. that if you have uh, systematic racism because of people like supposed corrupt cops and, you know, that leads also to the George Floyd subject. Do you see anything like that being taught that we should use in today's society or should we just crumple well, it all up and throw it away? If you really want to talk about what happens now, since the George, George Floyd protests and since the riots and all the damages that was done to American City, if a cop were to kill somebody like that, they would get fired, go to jail, and lose their pension. So now a lot of police have retired in a lot of cities, and they're struggling to recruit police force. So a certain group certainly um, severely damaged policing. I'm not saying you didn't have bad cops, because you did, but they demonized all cops as, like, raving, like, foaming racists. And who would want to be a cop these days? So in a lot of cities, there's, like, not enough police. So what you're saying basically is that all of these race tactics are being used for just a game, for money, just to receive money and benefits. Yeah, money, benefits, votes, but I'm saying that, yes, that's what I'm saying. What, what kind of benefits would the people of color get and receive I don't think that white people can't people get? Color get anything. But what happens is, let's say if you're a black person, and let's say you're a quote-unquote diversity hired at university, you're not really saying how you feel. Like, if I were, like, um, working at certain places, I couldn't say what I'm saying right now. So what you have to do then, because you're very insecure in your own position and your own future, um, you mm -hmm. have to speak the official line. And, you know, the official line of what the Democratic Party wants to hear. Um, you have to try to tell everybody black to vote for the Democratic Party. Because the Democrats are more likely to give education funding and the Republicans are more likely to be critical of it funding and give education in terms of results. Versus the Democrats, you're just more likely to get funding. So a lot of people in education um, unquestionably support the Democratic Party. and um, But it's not because the Democrats are going to do things for the majority of people. Like if you look at Democrat-led um, cities like New York, massive homelessness, um, Los Angeles, San Francisco... 
Many quote-unquote marginalized people are homeless. These cities are extremely expensive. The Democrats have done a terrible job at managing these things. They're using people for votes, and then when they get elected, they do nothing about these issues. And there, but I hear you, Justin, but can you not, can you agree that maybe the Democrats could be trying to help? Or do you, do you in your own mind, do you feel, nah, they're really not doing any good for us. They're just pushing more and more race theories and bad ideologies out because I agree with you that the Democrats are at fault for a lot of this. And I agree that a lot of the Democrats are pushing a lot of their theories out there. But what we need to understand is that the Democrats are acclaimed to trying to help, supposedly. Do you feel like maybe they are trying to help or you just really feel like okay, they're not trying. They're just messing I up. I feel, well, it depends on what you mean, but what's your idea of help, too? Like, the Democrats' idea of help in places like New York City is, oh, my God, um, people are in jail because of oppression. Let's turn all criminals out of prison. But they don't have a plan in place to reform these people or give them mental health care. They throw them out in the streets where they're a danger to everybody else. But they're not trying to put in more, um, they don't have sufficient mental health systems in place to help these people a lot of the republicans are trying to for instance trump he was trying to push a bill to help not only the black community but all the communities and then you look at the democrat party where they're just pushing again these ideologies i I, yeah, I would have to agree with you. That? I think that people should be helped based on their need like if you need help give the person help because they need help but don't give them help based on their race. I mean, that's insulting on so many levels. If anybody needs help, help them because they're in need, but not because of their race or their sex or their sexual orientation. And that's what the Democrats are you. Let me get this straight, Justin. What you're trying to say is the Democrats only care if you are supposedly a person of color or a different gender or if you are oppressed, allegedly, or. Indigenous. Yes, I'm basically saying that they're checking boxes, they're reducing people to identity, rather than seeing them as like individual people. Like, um, saying that someone has white privilege, to me that's de de dehumanizing and demonizing to a white person. You're not viewing them as a person in their own right, you're viewing them as um, an abstract concept, whiteness. Like, you know, people, a friend of mine who is white, he's went through a rough time recently, his dad died, and he got fired from his job in the same day. I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to hear about white privilege when he's going through a hard time. Of course, you're right. But the the academics and and didn't you tell me that you were um in a school that or a class that can't be named, but that went through something like that? Yeah. Well, one of the places that I went to, um, they were hiding behind a lot of that. I feel because this university bought a lot of real estate, so. I feel that they were being disingenuous. They were bringing up race issues, but they were buying a lot of real estate and displacing a lot of poor people of all races. So if they're talking about, oh, blah, 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 supposedly we love the um, black community, they're being extremely dishonest because they bought a lot of apartment buildings that black people lived in. Um, they were no actual friend to poor people of any race. They were an aggressive real estate interest, but they're trying to use this racial issues to cover up what they're doing because basically top private universities... They don't pay property tax the way private companies would. 
Mm-hmm. And they could be subject to criticism for this, but not if they're claiming to do all this good for oppressed people. I, 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 I understand it, but the biggest question we all should ask ourselves is who's the oppressed and who's the oppressors? Yes. Do you, do you we have... Do it, and I'm going to say for oppressed people today in the West or in America, I'm going to say the average like working class person is oppressed. You work hard, you pay a lot of money in taxes, your government doesn't listen to you. It has nothing to do with race. I think people are just hiding behind race to cover up that, that system. Like, you're dealing with inflation, you're dealing with high student loans, high taxes, and um, what are you getting back? In many cases, it could be nothing. Now, isn't it weird how we have our generation today that say what well, white people have to pay less than a black person getting to some very prestigious school, like what you were going through? And again, mm-hmm. not naming names on this, but doesn't that seem a little awkward that you have to uh, look at yourself and say, man, that's not true at all. Isn't it kind of hard to come to the realization that, no, this isn't how it really is. It's just BS. Yeah, I mean, I personally went through that because when I was at a particular school, the people who got like the, the ones that I knew who got full financial aid and stuff like that. You were um, undocumented, you were transgender, or you were a former convict, or some combination of the three. Everybody else had to pay in one way or another. Uh, Student loans, things like that, cash, whatever. So definitely certain people were, um, it wasn't white privilege, put it like that. It was more like check the box privilege. Like who has the most cool points? You can call them cool points. Like the people who are the most oppressed. If you're undocumented, or you were transgender, or you were um, a former convict, you had a bunch of cool points that, oh, wow, we took in the, this poor person at the university and now we look so good, we're so virtuous, and now we can use this to fundraise from billionaires and um, wealthy private foundations. But I hear you, Justin, and we're, we're talking about privilege a lot. Now, here's what what I really want to know, because I, I'm sure we've talked about this with um, Officer, about Officer B. Tatum, where he said a lot of people of color today cannot say that they're African-American because they don't have that descendants in their DNA. Do you think a lot of the people of color today supposedly are just using that talking point as, I guess, yeah, uh, their, their I own privilege? I think what Officer Tatum means, um, I mean, I would have to ask him directly, but I think what he means is, okay, in like big cities like New York, Perhaps the majority of um, black, the majority of non-white people were not from the South. Like they weren't held by slavery. They weren't held as slaves in the South. They're like from Cuba, um, Jamaica, whatever. And although there may have been slavery there, it had nothing to do with the U.S. government. So these are people who could have come like 20 years ago and they can benefit from affirmative action. But when affirmative action was made in the 1960s, it was really meant to um, directly benefit people from the South who were excluded from those things during Jim Crow. So what Officer Tatum is saying is like you have all these people who are basically just recent immigrants who are benefiting from programs that were never really intended for them. That's what I think he is saying. And you think pretty much it's the government that's holding the people that are black or that are trying to succeed to go forward. You think it's the government holding them back. Am, am I correct to yeah, assume I'm that? Trying to that? Bad government policy. I mean, there's different factors. That I think that um, have held them back. But definitely I think bad government policy is one of them. And 
the government policies today have been implemented with a lot of teaching sensitivity classes. Could And I do want to make sure that I say this correctly. I think that the affirmative action and diversity programs, I mean, if you're someone who directly benefits from it, good for you. But it's not like the majority of black people or the majority of Hispanic people or the majority of Asians are like get benefiting from this. It's like a select few. And I think these programs open up to corruption because you could just really be hiring your friends or somebody's contacts. That doesn't mean that you benefit whole communities or that you're doing your country as a whole a favor. Wow. That that is very um potent. Um I I think you could be hitting something hard on the love your country but hate the government, right? Yes. Love your country. Hate the government or at least the people in the government who are doing bad things. I mean, there are good things about America, but we're talking about bad people who are dividing the nation. But po- poverty and um is going on and a lot of that has to do with i guess with the fact of bad government money 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 out as much as they can to hand it out to do you think that maybe it's a potential virtuous reasoning behind it or could it be more of a i i don't see it as virtuous but their maybe intentions are good No, I think this is simple vote buying. And um, what I'm saying is the majority of people of color don't benefit. I mean, this is a way that you put in political appointees and stuff like that. Like a certain presidential administration will look like, oh, we're so diverse. We have this and this and this and this. But that doesn't mean that like other people are, are sharing in on that. It's like you're just giving out political appointees. But you aren't doing anything for like the average person has to pay high gas, for example. You gotta blame it on the government and the fact that the government's just trying to be so virtuous and so <laughs> I don't like to use the word gracious with their money. Yes, but what I'm saying is about the virtuous stuff is that the not really trying to concern upset about how they afford things, how they can afford things, but rather than address stuff like jobs or how can we afford healthcare or things like that, they are putting in these phony programs that benefit only a few minority. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying they're all bogus. It's all votes, but that's a big accusation. Say that again. I I know that I'm personally stuck with student loans, and Biden is going to cancel everybody's student loans, but he didn't. The Democrats promise all this stuff, and then they do nothing. Yeah, never. Well, wow. And do you think maybe, Justin, that Biden is waiting to, pardon the pun, bite his time by waiting to give the money only to people like you that are um, oppressed, and I'm not meaning to be condescending or facetious about it, but do you think Biden may only be giving it to people of color in the beginning because he's trying to start an affirmative action against racism and and push them more wokeness out there? Oh, I see what you're I guess it depends on like what program you're speaking about. I think that some of the stuff, like in states like in New York and California, I think talk about reparations they're just trying to vote. People states, the majority of people in those states aren't white. So they're just trying to buy votes. Mm-hmm. And like and I don't see that- them um, building up uh, I don't see them building up the country for everybody. And um, so to me, just so they can say they've done something when they've done nothing. That's why they're talking about reparations. This is simply simply buying votes. Because two years from now, and if Biden delivered nothing, probably be voted out. Um, Country Sweet Tea had a question. 
how come Biden doesn't help people on the streets yeah. or et cetera instead of doing the, this garbage? What what's your point and well, thought the on that? Party has a lot of wealthy donors. I can answer that. My band low warning, but uh, I may have to recharge. But um, what's going on is that the Democratic Party has a lot of corporate donors. So though they can say they're being virtual, they have fundraise. They have they have to speak that word to use to make some of the topics we're saying. But in states like New York, um, the real estate industry that makes a lot of money off um, high uh, high end rentals and sales gives a lot of money to the um, Democratic candidates. So the real estate industry doesn't really want to house a lot of poor people, although they have to live somewhere. So what a corruption in the Democrat Party. All of this, basically, I guess you could you're saying is the Republicans are not at fault for all this. It's just mainly the Democrats that are at fault for a lot of this pushing. Yeah, for I'm, saying, I'm saying the Democrats have like put in some very disastrous policies. Yes, I am directly saying that. I'm not saying the Republicans are always great, but I'm saying the Democrats have been purely disastrous. Yes, I'm exactly saying that. Well, anyway, you guys, um, I do appreciate you guys all being here. Thank you for coming. Um, thank you again, Justin, for joining us. And as always, go check us out at rightwindmedia.net. And I will, I will see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Don't forget to visit rightwingmedia.net for the latest conservative news links, stories, videos, memes, and more. And, be sure to visit our YouTube channel and subscribe to rightwingmedia.net.